Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Why is it not called a milk shook when sorry made? Nobody shakes or nobody shooks the shake. Yeah. No, he's saying that you shake the shook. You don't shook the shake. You don't shook it. Yeah, you, that's what you do to shook. clams. No, you shake shook it. And that, you you shook, shook a clam. That's shucking. No, that's like when you say your shoulder. That's, that's, that's when you shuck a clam. That's when your shoulders go shook. up. <laughs> that's shrugging. Dave and Mahoney. A bunch of them got ill with diarrhea. There's an 30, epidemic going on right now. Yeah, it's, all, it's happening in Europe. I just hope this is not like the second coming of COVID or something like that, like another national outbreak. Can you imagine how COVID much too, worse it would be than COVID if instead of wearing a mask, everyone's had to wear diapers <laughs> because you're crapping yourself? And you know there's going to be people who are like, I ain't wearing that diaper. No, man, I'm too free. I crap myself like a pure-blooded American. <laughs> <laughs> and now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. we got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? It's a beloved brand, and now it has been ruined for me. Pepsi has been forever changed. Pepsi? It's, it's what? because we now know the real name of Pepsi and where it came from. Because there's been a whole bunch of people that have speculated where the name Pepsi could have come from. Uh, some people <laughs> thought that it actually could have been linked to the religion, the Episcopalians, because you can't spell Episcopalian without Pepsi. <laughs> okay, That's this is Jesus juice Jesus juice, yeah uh, No, actually I think that was Coke um, Or maybe something else But uh, Pepsi actually was invented all the way back in 1893 By a guy named Caleb Bradham And they originally called it Brad's Drink But like I we know I would buy Brad's Drink I would, would not Yeah, no Really? I mean, there's I'm something Brad, called I don't trust Brad Barks out there there's Barks has bite Mug I trust Mug mm-hmm. There's Tab yeah, but Brad Juice, him. like, I don't know about don't Brad know about juice, juice sounds like what some frat bro says. You Get know. you a big cup of Brad Juice out of the cooler. It's out back. Out of the tub. Yeah, that's coming out of the tub. It's out of the tub and there's grass <laughs> floating in there. Who wants some Brad Juice? I guess. Yeah, the, that's, that's the kind of guy who goes go, goes away for, you know. <laughs> dyspepsia is, is, is means indigestion. Okay. And because they were marketing Pepsi as something to help digestion early on, uh, they went with the name Pepsi. It's like Pepsid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it just makes so much more sense now. And so what? People are are all up in arms over the fact that they're drinking something that was once upon a time medicine. Yeah. May I tell them the origin story of Coca-Cola? Mm-hmm. How do you think that they would be so infuriated to know that they once upon a time had actual cocaine yeah, man, in their we, beverages? The, the, where do you think, like, everything back in the day, we were like, we've got a cure for everything, and we had a cure for nothing. Yeah, all we had was a can of Coca-Cola. Yeah, we had cocaine and, <laughs> and opioids that we just threw in there with a bunch of sugar. They're like, drink some whiskey, bite down on this belt, and I'm going to saw your arm off. For <laughs> real? Jeez. Some good news today as well. A super progressive lobster was caught in Maine. Half red, half blue, half male, half female. Boom. Problem solved. Can't argue about it anymore. Red and blue, male and female, done, right? You know what? Throw them in a pot, throw some butter on them. It'll, it, it eats the same way. It's fine. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you guys believe that you can buy happiness? Yes. Temporary, not forever, okay. not long-term happiness. I mean, but- if you have enough money, you can buy forever happiness. <laughs> give yeah. me the right medication. Give me the right. Give me the right uh, scene. The, the right, right. Uh, you know, activities every day. Oh, you can buy happiness. So, what do you think the cost of happiness is, according to more than I make? Yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. So, but I mean, it would have to be comfortable. And I'm looking at uh, the way that big tech uh, people are living at the moment, like uh, Jeff Bezos on his beautiful yacht. Because you have absolutely no worries in the world at that point because you're not even the CEO of Amazon anymore. You're just like a couple steps down to where you don't have 
This Literally gave, any responsibilities this, other than ranking in the cash. This dude gave away $75 billion in a divorce settlement, and he couldn't be happier living his best life. That's he, how he shows you you can buy happiness. And he and, doubled it. And yeah. he still had, yeah. And then the pandemic hit, and it all came back to him. <laughs> it was like, all right, so I got rid of that one wife I didn't want anymore, well, got a different wife, and doubled my money. That's cool. what it, you, you let it go, and if it comes back to you, it was meant to, meant be, to be, and yeah. that money came back to Bezos. So I'm going to say $126 billion, Dave. That's uh, so my final a, answer. A little bit less than that. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, they're saying that 60% of Americans believe you can buy happiness with a net worth of contentment. That that's not like total excess, being able to do whatever you want, right? Sure. At one point two million dollars, is that just how much you have to have total, or that's, is that what you make a year? No, that's your that's your net worth. So that's what okay. you, that's what you have to have total in order to be happy. So- now, studies also indicate that. High net worth individuals that spend a lot of money often consider needing more than $3 million or even $5 million for financial comfort. I guess it depends. Like, if you're thinking about living your life as you live it now, assuming that you're not some billionaire listening to this, then $1.2 million net worth is what the majority of people say. I will say this, though. I think they are, they are, they are right, though, but there's, it's, it's, all, it's all relative to where you are kind of in a way because you know we're doing better now than we've ever done probably ever but you know you rewind it five years rewind it 10 years rewind it 25 40 years you know and it's 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 been a i've lived the spectrum of uh, incomes and i will say no matter how much money i make it's always it's never enough it's never enough. you think yeah. like if i hit that amount of money i'll be doing great and then you hit that amount of money and then you realize once you hit that amount of Still money, broke. you got to spend even more yeah. money. Yeah. So, but to me though, because everything costs so much in 2023, a million dollars, listen, I'm making nowhere near that, but a million dollars doesn't sound like an unattainable amount of money. Well, the net no. worth, I mean, like you factor in if you own a house, you know, that factors into your overall net worth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really interesting when you think about the, yeah, the like net worth being $1.2 million, and you're right, Audrey, going, that doesn't seem like that much. Because everything else around us feels like we should all be making about $1.2 million in order to, like, live. Like, people at McDonald's should be making a million bucks. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the fact that, you know, being a millionaire is just not really that impressive anymore. Is- it's not, because we've got billionaires, like, like to unfathomable amounts of money. One, I just said $126 million for Jeff Bezos. I think that, that he probably has surpassed that, honestly. But, I mean, that's just... That amount of money is like, oh my god, un, you can't, it's you can't even un, fathom it. it, it you can't it's reach it. Impossible for us to even. A million think about sounds that, easier. Yeah. But uh, this, you know, n- most of the jackpots that we see on like the Wheel of Fortune machines or Buffalo are around that one point two million dollar uh-huh. mark. So that's where you can find happiness, right there at Buffalo. Keep. At Buffalo. If not, just hang around for the vibration. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. This is Sean, and I was just thinking about beer. (laughs) Ah, beer. Does it need to really be ice cold? I mean, there are bars that advertise how their beer is exactly 29 degrees, and then there are countries... Or they don't serve beer refrigerated at all. They serve it at room temperature. So, does beer have to be cold? Message to I like it. cold beer personally. Oh, for sure. And there's obviously a lot of big beers that are you know household names that just advertise themselves as the coldest beer. Coors 
Like, I mean, the only reason I started ever drinking Coors, because yeah, I grew up in St. Louis, sure. home AB, so it's all AB products. Yeah. Literally everywhere. But, like, when they introduced the the Rockies the that turn blue, blue ooh, I was like, ooh, that's Only drink them when they're blue. And then I was like, oh, this is actually a great golfing beer. Because it's so cold. Dude. And even though the the flavor yeah. profile of a Coors Light isn't going to be something like you'd find from yeah. some, you know, extravagant IPA or whatever, as long as it's cold, it's doing its I job. I mean, if you're drinking, like, a stout or if you're drinking, you know, a darker beer, you know, for sure, it could be a little bit warmer, a little bit more complex. But I find, you know, beverages that are either, they have to either be hot or cold mm. to be refreshing, you know, because, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to drink, like, Room temperature coffee. Can Never. you imagine drinking what you used to drink beer wise at any temperature you possibly could get it at because it was free booze? We would oh. drink Milwaukee's <laughs> best light oh. that would have been in a garage St- at garage temperature stumped. because it, we couldn't get it cold enough. We used to <laughs> in drink time. Ice House and Bud Ice just because it had a little bit more alcohol in it. Bush. <laughs> Bush. As smooth as it sounds. <laughs> now, Bush actually, ice cold, Bush mm-hmm. Bush, Bush hits ice cold. See, no, we, I say Bush like we could afford that. It was always Natty Ice. Natty uh, Ice. Always yeah. natural ice. Well, did Bush have <laughs> 36 <laughs> pack. What do you mean? 36 Head for the have... mountains of Bush. Yeah. Head for oh, the mountains of Bush. Bush beer. <laughs> Dude, that, that was like America. Like, yeah. I want to get a pickup truck. There's nothing more American than like, Bush is what you're saying? That, well, that's what I'm hearing. Oh, boy. I mean, if you're from St. Louis, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what, what you did. <laughs> One of the things that my dad used to say, and uh, it stuck with me all these years, is uh, choose your battles. You know, if something's important to you, stand up and go to battle. But if you think about it and it's just like, you know, I don't agree with it, but I'm just going to let this one slide. Man, your life can be so much easier. So choose your battles. I think that is an important, important piece of wisdom from a man, your father, who was married. You know, like, I mean, in relationships, like, if you are with somebody who loves to fight, (laughs) like, that, for me, that, like, relationship is doomed. You know, like, I like to argue and debate things. Like, I like to debate things. Mm -hmm. But, like, when it comes to arguing, my wife and I, like literally never argue. That's one of the like the traits that I love about her and I think that she likes about me is that we just like let it go. Even mm-hmm. if it is bothering us, we're not going to like get into a, 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 a slobber knocker, uh, you know, throw down fight over it. I mean, it. I think I might like a slobber a knocker. A slobber knocker. <laughs> I want to an angry slobber knocker after we argue. Slobber knocker. What is that? I've never even heard of that ever before in my you, life. It's, it's another word for a fight. Is like, it? Like a, a knockdown, drag out, slobber I knocker fight. I am using that forever. I'm going to later ask my fiance if he'd like to get into a slobber knocker, and he's going to go, what? He knows what a slobber He's trained MMA, right? Like, he's, is that what that is? It, well, that's it's you a call four, them slobber knockers. Like, no, like, no, 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 like if you were watching, like, let's just say UFC, <laughs> and the guys are just beating the hell out of each other. I mean, like you're talking, you know, just that, like that no, sounds no, like the, no form, no technique. That sounds like the call you'd hear on the radio in the forties. Like, what a slobber knocker we have going on tonight. Look well, at these two. Wind up any head with the uppercut. Didn't need enough spinach. Slobber knocker, indeed. I love it, honey. Would use it forever. Oh my, cigarette smoke. It is not a glamorous way to die. You gasp for breath and you crap your pants. And as for drinking, it's not a glamorous way to die either. Okay. Your cirrhosis of the liver, your belly swells up. Uh Uh It's a miserable day. We're all going to die. 
I think singing Roosters. is nice, though. Singing is not hazardous to your health. Message deleted. <laughs> I mean, like, let people live. Dude. Because here's the thing. We all die. We're all going to die somehow, some way. And it's probably not going to be glamorous. We're probably no. going to poop our pants. We're all going to be alone. We're all going to be dead. <laughs> it's all, it happens to all of us. But like, let it, us let us enjoy our vices while we can. But wouldn't it suck so bad if what got me was that one cigarillo I smoked <laughs> in college or that one black and mild wine wood tip? Uh, like, that would it, be the so The cigar you part. inhaled three years ago? Oh, my God. Why did I, I, did, I didn't know. I didn't know. I got in that trouble. That will kill you. I that got, will 100%. I don't legit, inhale cigars. I thought you're supposed to inhale everything because when you're smoking weed, they always say inhale it. And so then I'm sitting here just with the cigar like. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. I know there's a hack to this, and it's that you buy all of the stuff that you want for your Christmas decorations or for whatever holiday basically right after that holiday yep. occurs and then you keep them stored for the year. And you save a bunch of money doing so. Yeah. Didn't you say that your father-in-law does that? Like he'll buy everything that he wants after the holiday with Pretty the much. intent of saving money? Yeah. I just don't have the, the patience to do all of that. You just plan it out, man. Just do it one year and then you know when you're buying what for when and you could save a, a fair amount of money doing that. Because Audrey, you're going through it right now where you really want to get into the festive holiday spirit, but you're like... It's really expensive. Yeah, so I mean, even if it's just like winter decorations, because, you know, there is there is a difference between like Christmas decorations and winter. And what I'm looking for is things that's going to hold me over after Christmas. Like, I don't want red and green everything. You know what I mean? And either way that I choose, it is just so expensive. Even if I go to Hobby Lobby... Where everything is Lobby. 50% off. Well, yeah. no, Michael's, all of that. No. They always have 50% off of everything. Well, here in Phoenix, use Nellis Auction. Ah, uh, Nellis Auction's oh, pretty I, good. You know how many Christmas trees I bought Nellis. off of Nellis Auction? And yeah, I mean, sure, they're a little tattered, and it's, they sort of no, looks like not. you got them from the pound, and they're missing no, an arm or whatever. No, That's fine. It's Sometimes, fine. Sometimes, they, they haven't they even been open. <laughs> Sometimes like, I have gotten tricked on a new item, and it came back, like I got a, a fake fiddly fig, LOL, and it was like missing all of its fiddle. It yeah. was just leave. <laughs> it was just fig. It was just fig, man. There was nothing yeah. I had to return. I couldn't use, even return it. Use the auction sites. That is a, I, I guarantee, like, when you're coming to decor, decorative stuff, that's the way to do it. So, but I mean, for almost all of my 20s, because I was pretty poor in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're supposed to be poor in your 20s. I did not have a tree for a very, 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 very long time. Audrey, it is killing me because, you know, I used to make fun of Mahoney because of the amount of trees that he had in his house, which was how many? Four. Four. Uh, We currently have five trees up in our house. And, I mean, the three of them are very small, like, kids' trees for their rooms, you know? And then we have one that's a larger, not quite full-size tree in our bedroom as well. But I'm kind of on board with what Mahoney has been talking about. You know, then we have the one downstairs. Got an entry tree, got a bedroom tree, got a main Every room Every room you go and you're like, Living bam, tree. tree. So I'm sitting here telling you <laughs> that they are so expensive and you just flexed on me of five trees. No, I'm you not. You just five foot, five finger flex treed on me and Mahoney's <laughs> over here four tree in it. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't afford a tree. Tree. No, I can't afford a tree, but I don't think but I want to spend that money. What do you want? $500 for a tree? Are you But that's joking? why you wait until after Christmas. You plan for next year. Here's the oh thing. Oh, my gosh. You plan on being around for Christmas next year. You plan on celebrating it. So now buy a tree in I'm January. I'm about to steal one of y'all's trees. You got stuff. <laughs> You've got, you won't even know. I'll sneak in, in the middle of the night, steal a tree. 
steal your baby's tree. Did she really steal <laughs> Ruby's tree? I would. She can't. She can't chase me. Dave, Dave and, and Mahoney. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want it? Then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, everyone's looking for love in their own special way, and some people take it to Craigslist. And Mahoney, that's what the misconnection inspection is all about. And today we have a very special edition of the misconnection inspection. Oh, it's do we? Looking for those feet edition. Oh, boy. Audrey? Yeah? I need to hide my feet. So this one is uh, entitled Ladies Only Free Foot Rubs. This is a man for a woman. What an offer, though. I mean, anyone out here who's just simply a female can get a free foot rub. Nice. Hello, ladies. Offering free foot rubs this weekend only. I can host in, in Fullerton. No men, no tips necessary. I can provide references. So what would your references be, <laughs> right. first of all? Secondly, why for free? I mean, I think that... If you're that good, you should be charging. You should be charging. Know your worth. Also, if you just really love rubbing feet, just, like, go work at, a, like, a foot massage place. Just go Don't to the airport. They like those weird-ass massage no. places at the airport. Yeah. You know, you can be rubbing all sorts of feet ah. over there. Also, if I identify as a woman, can I get a free foot rub? <laughs> Put you in a wig, Mahoney? I bet you qualify. That's right. I don't think I would. I don't. Uh, don't. Because if you had that beard still and you had a long wig. I would, I would, I would look like the uh, the bride from Dude Looks Like a Lady in the Aerosmith video. Yikes. Which I believe was Billy Gibbons. Was it really? From ZZ Top, if I'm recalling correctly. This, uh, this next one is entitled Blonde Hair, Green Eyes, Riding Her Bike Barefoot. This is a man for a woman. Ew, just While on with foot patrol, I've seen the most beautiful blonde, green-eyed uh, green woman riding her bike on Santa Monica Boulevard in Manfield around 5.58 p.m. You're riding the bike barefoot, and I thought to myself, wow, you must have calluses under those feet. I sure would like to rub my face across that rough surface. Oh. Come by again and let's chat. I work uh, Monday to Thursday. Do you like a man in uniform, question mark? I mean, <laughs> I can't. What? I mean, there's, there's the, I was I was with it for the beginning part of this post because, lady, what are you doing out here riding a bike without shoes on? You're out bare, You're raw dogging them pedals? Oh, my God. He said I would like to rub my face across those calluses. Just when you think you're weird, just know the internet is so much weirder How than does you. one even get a callus I fetish? I don't know. That is so foul. You ever had callus feet rubbed across your face? Maybe you don't know what you're missing. What if I had said yes? <laughs> I would have been like, oh. All the time. Big fan. <laughs> like, I got a post just for you. Let's, Hold on. Let's get weirder. This one off. is entitled, I Want to Worship Rough Grandpa Feet. Oh, no. This is man for man. All right. Looking for an older guy or senior, 50 plus, that needs a regular foot sub. I think they meant rub. Uh, no, they, no, no, foot sub. He wants... He no, wants- because at the end of it, it says absolutely no drugs or sex. Please be sane yeah, and no, serious. You don't have to, Sub no. is submissive. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, oh, he's submissive to the feet. He's yeah. submissive oh. to the feet. He the wants to feet. worship the feet. I, you the know, old I've, rough grampy I've feet. I've got some things to learn. Thank you guys for enlightening me. You're welcome. Yeah. We're, here to, we're here to educate you today. He's very specific about what he wants. Okay. Rough, textured, wide, chubby feet are ideal. I don't really discriminate against any foot. I'm cool with calluses. And if they're hairy, that's also fine. Please, no smooth feet. I'm a 23-year-old man. He likes his grandpa thick in the feet. <laughs> man, at 23 years old. Freaking the sheets. <laughs> oh, yikes. Oh, boy. This is Dave and Mahoney.
So it happened over the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, an argument broke out in my house. The dreaded argument amongst family and friends. And thankfully... It wouldn't be a holiday without it, Dave. No politics involved, which is good. Because oh, nobody well. wants that. Nobody wants to have the argument about abortion or religion or any of that stuff. Well, Let's just leave that be. Talking but, about? I do it on purpose. But Dave... I just, I just drop the bomb and leave the room. I feel like those arguments are not personal, though. I mean, those are arguments that have and they get heated. But they're not like attacks upon your character. So I'm worried about what kind of argument you were involved in. So I was a bystander in this one. So I have an opinion on it, but I was not directly involved. I didn't do anything wrong this time. So we had a couple of friends that came in to visit us as well. So it's a husband, wife, and then the, their 16-year-old came down and uh, you know were some of our first house guests that we've had at our new place. And you know, it's great to see them because it's been several months since we had a chance to spend some quality time. But they were talking about how they were having a little bit of a disagreement amongst themselves because I guess the husband, specifically when he drinks, tends to wander off. We know a couple people who do that. He's a wanderer, just, huh? Yeah. Everyone has that friend, right? You know who I'm talking about? Just the person who just kind of drunk and then they dip. They're, they're not doing anything wrong. They're but just like, kind of moseying where around. Where are you going? Yeah. You know, what are you doing? Drunk, world, drunk world. Yeah. Doing but that's drunk not safe. Stuff. <laughs> just doing drunk stuff. Yeah. I mean, like, what are you doing? Just like, I think, again, can't sit still. I don't, I don't, I don't love it's this way, but it is, it's different for men than it is for women yeah, in that state. I can't state. wander. Yeah, I no. can't go but like, Homely ass dudes wandering around. They're, they're, they're going to be fine. Okay. So she did not like, I'm assuming. She well, did not like I, that he's a wanderer. I guess this has been kind of an ongoing issue. And so she asked him to do something and I was like, oh no, no, no. That, 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 no, no way. And then I brought it up to Audrey, and Audrey's like, oh, yeah, no, that's totally fine. She asked her husband to start sharing his location with her. On the phone. On the phone. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no. I don't like that. Do not want to be tracked. If I wander off, then we'll just figure that out. If I need to, you feel more comfortable or stop wandering off or whatever it is, totally down to have that discussion. But the first thing of let's share locations, I don't like that. But, Audrey, you're totally fine with it. Totally fine with it. Like, really? I, I actually... Don't I don't see an issue with it and never have. Like, I don't mind if any... My friends have my locations, like, my best friends, my family, everyone. It's very, very normal in my world. Like, 100% but of people who, have, much who know like, me have access to that. You're much more likely to be kidnapped than Dave and I. <laughs> I well, mean... But, I mean, also, yeah. like, like, my I mean, brother, that's... my fiancé, like, I mean, I the guys also, I have... We share each other's location. Yeah... I, I, I mean, I feel I can <laughs> listen. I can understand where you're coming from because a lot of people hold a lot of importance to their privacy. And I think that from a privacy standpoint, if that is very important to you, because it doesn't necessarily mean that you are out doing, you know, nefarious, nefarious things exactly, or you're, you're, you're things. stepping out or doing whatever. Like, I mean, the only time I lie to my wife is about what I'm eating. And where I'm eating, you so, know. So you you wouldn't share your location with your wife specifically because you don't she want would her see knowing that I was that at McDonald's. You're going to fast food. Yep. See, but I would use it like right now. I could pull up my my fiance's location, and I instead of just being like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Because honestly, boring question. I could just go look. Like that's just like so what? And then I just put my phone down, and then that's it. Like that just to me is just so normal in my world. Just, For all my girlfriends too. Like if they're saying they're five minutes away, I know they're lying. You. I mean, <laughs> like I, I know you haven't even left your house yet. There, for me, and again, this is just me, and you know, everybody's relationship works the way that it. You know, if you have a successful relationship, you it works your own way. But for me, like my relationship works 
because like we don't we don't fight about money we don't fight about any any of this sort of stuff but we all have our own everything separate and we do our own thing like so she my wife doesn't see what i'm spending my money on i don't see what she's spending separate her money bank on accounts. i trust her to be right. responsible yeah. with her finances because she's much more responsible than i am i don't know why she trusts me to be responsible with my finances but she does you haven't burned it down yet i'm doing all right yeah. you know i'm not in i'm not in crazy debt or anything along those lines but i think that level of like privacy the same thing with like location you know like i'll text my wife like literally like cuz you know i'm tra we travel a lot and so it's like just landed, getting in the car, made it home. You know, like you I'll do that updates. to like give her the updates. You give of, her a verbal update of location. Control over that, right? Yeah. I think here's here's my argument, Dave. This friend of yours is coming from a place that feels like she is wanting to track him for different reasons. If they had already been doing this from the jump, not because she's trying to see what he's doing, where he's going, like. For, like keeping them on a leash, mm. that's what it feels like. It's like leashing. Yeah, I don't want. It's I don't, not like because don't mother it's, me. It's a little mothering and like a little toxic or whatever is in there. Well, there's I mean, even been a lot of studies about parents tracking their kids and how damaging well, that can be but, for not just the kids but also the parents. I want. I meant to because we were talking about this with our boss yesterday, and one of the things I forgot to ask him is that because he, he's got a he's got a pretty young or a, you know like a not pretty young but like a 21 year old 22 year old son, and I've heard. A lot of people in that generation, you know, the like 16 to 25, 16, are wanting their parents to track them and have access to that. So I'm curious where, where his son sits on that. But let me, one, I want to ask you, Audrey, how soon into your relationship did you and your boyfriend exchange that? Was it pretty quick? I mean, or your fiance, I, but when he was your boyfriend. I feel like I can't remember that. So that makes me feel like it was early. Yeah. And you know what that is? There was not like a big conversation about that. Like, hey, um, I'm really starting to develop feelings for you. I just want to track your location everywhere you go. Yeah, you know what it is? It's like, I, I see, because to no? me, I, I really do not view it that way, and neither does he. <laughs> so yeah. it's fine. Like, but that that's because it's okay. a mutual thing. He also likes FaceTiming. Like, he's like a what? very, like, he's a phone guy. Like, that's I mean, crazy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's just play a devil's advocate. For one second here, and because I'm not, again, not judging. Um, had this technology existed, Dave, when you met your wife, and if this technology had existed when I met my wife, and they asked us, like, probably the same time Audrey asked her boyfriend at the time, like, Three months in or two months in, I know we're we, sitting here being all we, tough. We had to be like, like a cheap here, suit. here's here's my bank account, my social, three forms of ID, my a retinal scan. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Glitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's pop trash. I'm David Mahoney. Put this on the list of things that I hope never happen to me. How about Stephen Colbert rupturing his appendix? Audrey, I actually learned this from you. You can, like, die if your appendix ruptures. You sure can. Yeah. It's not a good look. I mean, we don't really need it because I think it was, like, used for digesting sticks at one point mm -hmm. or something like that. I don't know. I don't. We don't need it. So I think everybody should just be born, and then they take that sucker out. It's like, it's like the tonsils. What's the point? They just get in the way. I yeah. mean, the tonsils serve a purpose, Dave. Do they? Do yeah. they? They what? just wholly they do just Wh hold why infections. You, why are you looking like That's that? That's right, man. What it, purpose it, do your sometimes tonsils they know serve? how to tickle? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. The old really? tonsil tickler. Yep, that was oh. his nickname in college. So I, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, but Stephen Colbert, you know, he had a full guest slate for this week. Obviously, that's being canceled while he uh, while he heals up and he uh, he thanked everyone for their support.
So Taylor Swift had that massively popular Eras tour, and obviously the movie that followed it also massively popular. And now she has announced when it's going to be streaming. Oh, yeah? So I'm actually glad to hear this because my mother-in-law, while she was visiting for Thanksgiving, asked if I could pull it up so she could watch it. And I said, no, it's not out yet. She asked me to pirate it for her. She's trying to get you thrown in <laughs> Taylor Swift prison? Yeah, she's trying to set me up. I see what's going on Taylor here. Swift people will come uh-huh. in the night and take you away. So is she also just pirating stuff? I don't know, man. That's a, I'm just like, what are you talking about? How do you just casually ask for that if you don't yourself pirate? Mm-hmm. Oh, so old Shelly the pirate. And now we know. Pirate I mean, Taylor Swift? The Swifties <laughs> are going to be very excited, I'm sure. You know, Beyonce's in announced that she's got a uh, concert uh, movie that's going to be coming out. And sure, this is going to be the trend if these all continue to do well. Taylor starting the trend for sure. Exactly. So December the 13th is the streaming date, so just a couple of weeks away. So Dolly Parton, as we've talked about, is a national treasure. She made a lot of waves over the Thanksgiving break thanks to her performance at the uh, at the Cowboys game. One and of the most memorable, at least the probably the most memorable halftime performance since Scott Staff. Performed at the Cowboys uh, now stadium that Creed many years is ago. Back, Mahoney, you need to get his name right. It is not Scott Staff. It is Scott Staff. Nah, man, those P's are silent. They're, they are not. Uh, Dolly Parton's rock star debuted at number one on the top album sales chart with her biggest sales week in modern era. So Dolly Parton at her, you know, let's call it advanced age. She's what seventy seven. Seventy seven years, years old. Yeah, she's still out here crushing it, man. You number know, one. We need more celebrities like Dolly. You know, she's out here doing good, living her life, being happy, mm-hmm. performing still. I am here for it. Yeah. Huge fan of Dolly Parton. Love to see her. This is Dave and Mahoney. Have people gotten crazier on the roads since COVID happened? It feels to me like they have. Like the amount of over-the-top, obscene driving that you see on a daily basis is far more than it used to be. A when else are we supposed ago. to text? No, I mean, I get that you're texting and driving. Don't I'm not do even that, talking about that. No, I mean, people are insane. I mean, I feel like I get into more, I've been getting into more altercations in the uh, in, in parking lots with bad drivers than I have in years past. You, you just, just had an incident the, uh, the other day where yeah. somebody was nearly backing into you. And, and I started to... honking and uh-huh. they got mad at me for honking, but I don't want your busted ass hoopty backing into my new car, bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to honk. So this is why I, I've changed positions on this because I did not used to be pro-flying taxi, but here we are. Oh. There is a German company that has gotten clearance to design and manufacture electric flying taxis. Say the name correctly? Of the company? Yes. Why? Say so the name of the name. It's Lilium. Oh, why? That's not very German aggressive. <laughs> Lilium. <laughs> Is that better? That sounds, I mean, Lilium actually sounds beautiful and dainty. So it's a German air taxi company. They have received the regulatory approval from the European Union a- Aviation Safety Agency for its electric vertical takeoff and landing little jet. No, no. And, you know, at first I was like, ah, these things are going to be a mess. If there's pilots flying them that are essentially like, you know, methed out Uber drivers, like this yeah, is going to be can't, bad We can't everyone. trust hot air balloon uh, carnies. Not not uh, operated by people, though. I mean, Audrey, you've actually been in these self-driving cars before. I have. The Waymos, and you actually said that was a pretty good experience. I think so. And I think that removing the human element and the creepiness of a person that is a pilot uh, that is, you know, we ha- would have you in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just having these be electric and automated, I'm kind of here for it. 
I'm just, we're not ready for it yet, man. We can't, we can't even get stoplights to, to time out properly. That's what I'm saying. The roads are already chaos. I mean, does it the really? The skies will be chaos. That's fine. That's fine. And then they're falling on our heads. There's a lot more room up there. And then you're going to back your your, 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 your hoopty ass sky taxi into my brand new one. Yeah, See, but you're it. sitting here talking all this from the comfort of the studio mm-hmm. when you're not road raging behind the wheel. Next time you are stuck in bumper to bumper traffic for two and a half hours, tell me you wouldn't be like, all right, I'm going to take a flyer yeah, on this. But there is forget to put gas in their car. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> These are electric, you guys. You think somebody's going to forget to charge it? Absolutely. Yep. Have you seen so many stranded Teslas on the way from California to Las Vegas? But that's the problem. It's <laughs> it's human air, you know? Oh. Yeah, th- these, you know, they're, they're, they're pilotless, and so everything will be fine, I'm sure. Everything's fine. Yeah. Lillian. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, what's up? My name is James. I'm originally from Massachusetts. I just started listening to your show, and I was just curious. How'd you guys get such a hot woman like Audrey to work with you? Let me know. Message deleted. Yeah, she was really down on her luck, and we, you know, we opened up the catalog, and we, we saw her we said blonde hair. Full you know, of women yeah. is what we had. <laughs> exactly. And we started flipping through it. <laughs> no, man, Audrey uh, used to work at the same cluster as us at a different radio station, and it just so happened that they, there was an opening on the show, and Mahoney and Audrey ended up hitting it off and become friends, and it seemed like a really good opportunity, and luckily uh, Audrey actually wanted to hang out with us. Yeah, and like so, any good yeah. friendship. We just got drunk as hell. We're like, hey, I like you. You're cool. You know what's we really, should hang out. You know what's really funny? I just thought of this. Mahoney, you're like the golden retriever of, of our friendship. And Dave, you were kind of like the black cat. And what I mean by that was like, I had oh, to earn your affection. That's, that's so, true. Like, that's true. Like, I, it, was, it was one of those things where, and, and we're all fast friends. And, and you know, we, we hung out before I even had started on the show, you know, doing podcasting and stuff together. But, um, you know, it's really funny whenever we get these, these voicemails, because I'm always like, I'm more than a pretty face. <laughs> like, stop. Stop it. I am beautiful, but stop it. <laughs> yes, I'm gorgeous. Deal with it. But I'm also funny. I'm funny, and that matters more. <laughs> Honestly, does. if you don't laugh at me, that sucks so yeah. bad. All the time I look at my my fiancé, and he doesn't laugh at my jokes, and I'm like, oh, is this it? What? <laughs> like, is this, why do you is hate this, me? Is so, this exactly, why do, Mahoney, why do you hate me? Why do you want, Why do you want to get divorced right now before we're even married? I'll Stop. take it a step further. <laughs> Audrey was not just, like, kind of mad. She was very mad because... Her, her fiance got added to the family text chain, and his jokes were getting more laughs than your jokes. Almost left. And My family. <laughs> you almost divorced the whole behind. family. Your family's betraying you. He's betraying you, uh, being funnier than you are. Oh, yes. Boy. Oh, oh man. my gosh. It, it, it just really it hits yeah. really hard because I find myself to be funny. Please leave a message after the tone. Yeah, did any, any of you guys ever watch The Brave Brunch growing up? Um, and who is your favorite character? I thought Greg was the cutest. But, you know, Marsha, I always wanted to be Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Message deleted. I watched the Brady Bunch growing up, but I don't really remember, other than Marsha getting pegged in the face by a football, really any of the plot lines from that show at all. Mm-mm. No, I grew up watching Law & Order SVU on marathons. Oh, that that is, what was your favorite character on that? Who was Olivia your, Benson. Who was, who was your favorite victim? Jeez. <laughs> so dark. Yeah. So, speaking of the Brady Brady Bunch, though, you look back now and you, everybody, like, when we were, when we were growing up, we were watching, everybody looked old. Mm-hmm. The dad looked old. Yeah. 
you know, uh, Alice, the... Uh, the housekeeper? The housekeeper, yeah. Nanny. She looked old. I think she was only 35. You're kidding me. No way. No. I mean, like, when it sh- I think when the show debuted, she was 35. But if it's... Because I, I saw a kind of a rendition, like, you know, like what they do with AI right now to yeah. swap things out. And they put, like, a modern hairstyle on her. And she looks... Younger? 30 years younger because of it's the hairstyles from that era that made everybody look that much older. You know, actually, I never have ever thought about this. Everybody always is asking what um, the parents did in the movie Home Alone to be able to afford that house and go on that great trip. What did Mr. and Mrs. Brady do to where they were able to afford six kids and six rooms and have Alice as a live-in nanny? In California. In California. Those taxes. They were swingers, weren't they? (laughs) They had to have been. They had to have been. Hi, this is Ronnie calling about um, smoking pot when we were younger. And I used to uh, use an apple. You core part of it out and smoke the smoke with the apple, and then you eat the apple afterwards. Message apple, deleted. Apple water bottles. The water bottles giving you all the microplastics straight to your lungs. Or the, cool. uh, the the big pen that was hollowed out that you'd take the tin foil and wrap around. We, so we would do that step away chemicals. from a meth head, man. Yeah, like, know, what do man. you mean <laughs> out of a blue big pen? Ugh, the Gross. Wor- the, the worst thing I ever smoked out of. I mean, in pl- plenty of like to- or uh, you know like hand towels. Bounty rolls wrapped in foil, which is, mm-hmm. I'm sure, yep. destroyed, you know, so many brain cells. But we <laughs> smoked out of a fish tank cleaner, that a used fish tank cleaner. You know, the oh. thing like where you, like, suck up the rocks. Dude, you've got algae growing inside of you. You are a sea monster. <laughs> you are a used aquarium. Oh, that's Gross. disgusting, man. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney <laughs> Show. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Sean is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. Sean, 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. You got a couple of lifelines if you need them, but this is a big one today. Rolling Stones tickets are up for grabs, so best of luck to you. Uh, The first one that we're going to start with, not very popular, a total of three views on this bad boy. 30 seconds, here we go, good luck. Again, a total of three views on that one. Now the 30, 30 seconds is done. What is your guess there, Sean? What am I what am I guessing? The artist and the what song? song is? Y- yeah. Oh, I don't know. Bob Dylan. <laughs> no. no. Nope. No. <laughs> this is gonna go well. All right. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're looking for the artist and the song. You wanna keep going? Sure. Do you? Okay. All right. We're, let's, we're, give him, we're, let's give him. No, no, no. no. That's no. not how that's going to work. No. We're, going, we're, we're going to Mario since Mario knows how this game works. I, Mario, do you understand how, how it works? 30 seconds on the clock? Yep. That was Steve Miller. Um, I like an eagle. Yes, it was. Absolutely. He gets a point on that one. Well done, Thank Mario. You. Kiss you on your forehead. Okay. Mm-hmm. On to the next one here. This is far more popular. 312,000 views. Here we go.
that's 30 seconds right there. Darkness. In- interesting rendition of that. Over to you, Mario. Do you know it? Uh, no, I'm going to need help. I got you on this one. Yeah, Go ahead, Mahoney. Either of us. That, I mean, it sounds like Metallica, but it is not. That is Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. That is correct. Done in the style. Point. I would have taken believe any Nirvana song because they do all sound the same. But that one is, you know, the one. The one. The one. So you got two points. Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline. Here we go on to number three. 162 views on this one. Maybe a few timing issues there, but overall, you know, he's had he had a thing going on. 162 views feels about right sure. for that. Yeah, Sean, over to you. That's Mario. Dave. Oh, sorry, Mario, over to you. I don't know that one. I couldn't get it. Okay, Audrey, uh, last lifeline available. I Do know the know words it's... to that song, but I think that you might want to reserve me because I'm not a hundred percent sure. It's like that. Oh yeah, that song. No, 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 no. no, no it's not you the other. No, 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 that, 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 yeah, that, oh, okay. It's, it's epic by faith no more is what you were looking for. Okay. Okay. So good use of of sparing Audrey as a lifeline. Here we go. On to number four, another popular one here, another 312,000 views on this one. Tell me you still work on the docks. Union's been on strike. He's down on his luck. It's tough. So Stop it right there, unfortunately, because that was starting to get to a point I was where feeling that. I mean, if, if that if the original song was recorded in 2002, that's what it would have sounded like, Absolutely. probably the emo version. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. That was just ringing my MySpace days. All right, Mario, over to you. Three hundred and twelve thousand views. Do you know it? No, I need Audrey's help. Okay. okay, living on a prayer, Bon Jovi. There you go. Okay, Mario. That means it all comes down to this. The lifelines are burnt. You've got three correct. You got to get this last one in order to win today. Are you ready? I'm ready. 30 seconds, 764 views. Stop it right there. (laughs) Audrey's trying to help you out. I couldn't help but do it. Okay, Mario, for the win, do you know it? It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. (laughs) 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 I need you to get this one, Mario. I want to get it so bad. I just can't think of it. I need you. Not... Today, but well, like tonight. before tonight, <laughs> at some point, I need you tonight. <clears throat> I need you tonight. Yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs> don't go overboard here. Don't don't be in excess. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
in excess. Yeah, there we go. What do you know? There we go. Shoot, buddy. I started we're, sweating we're, there. We're walking around out back behind the barn. <laughs> So this is interesting, Audrey. As somebody that went to a school that has deep rivalries in the South, the SEC, um, like the the hatred that you feel for uh, the school that is your rival, arch rival, mm-hmm. is kind of built into the DNA of going to that school. Absolutely. I mean, I really, so I didn't grow up in an area where I had an NFL team. I mean, I grew up in a house where both my, you know, my dad and my stepdad, they were huge NFL fans but there was no one that I feel like they had, like, from birth hated. And that's, I feel like, with a lot of college rivals, right? Like, you are grown to hate whatever that rival team is for you. Like, for me, I went to University of Kentucky, and it was Louisville for us. Yep. And then I grew up in Alabama, and that was Auburn, and we had a mutual hatred for Tennessee. So there's just all sorts of rivals that happen, and you're right, Dave. It is like you're born to hate them. So Michigan's coach, Jim Harbaugh, who's been having his own problems when it comes to, you know, the cheating scandal oh, and everything yeah. else, not being able to be on the sideline. I mean, but again, as far as cheating scandals go, this one's But it, they're so trying far. to they're trying to make it to where they take away, you know, uh, they're trying to isn't it like they're trying to take away one of their trophies or one of their banners. This this one is is interesting though because this doesn't have to do with the, the cheating scandal for him. This has to do with what happened this past weekend with the Ohio, Ohio State and and Michigan game, which is obviously I actually think a huge Michigan. One. I mean, obviously, you know, Michigan should be number one with the strength of schedule, but Georgia being number one right now. But we'll find out if Georgia's a true number one with against Alabama later this week. But Michigan and Ohio State, they've hated each other forever, and Ever. there's a real rivalry there. But Jim Harbaugh came out and he suggested that. It was all exaggerated, and it was just being manufactured to create pressure on young athletes. And I just don't understand this take at all. That's Wait, the dumbest the take I've heard. Is he Everybody the I know. rivalry is all manufactured. The media is just doing this to sell a storyline so that way it's a better spectacle when you watch it on TV. I'm like, no, have it's you not. seen these, t- these two teams play each other? I, every fan I know who's a, who's a Buckeyes fan or everybody I know who's a Wolverines fan hates one another like with a passion of a thousand sons well or is he trying to say that it's more michigan michigan state like where is nope, he, no he's, he's just he's saying just that saying rivalries it, just don't exist yeah he's just saying it's all manufactured and you're like well i mean isn't everything manufactured sure yeah. but if you're born into it and from the first moment you take a breath you hate the and it's other been school, going on forever 1897 yeah there's been 119 games and like if these schools were middling or if they sucked Nobody would really care about the rivalry. I get that. But when you're talking about this having everything to do with the Big Ten Championship and the college football playoff contention. And they're both good. Michigan State is definitely, I mean, like, they're fine in basketball. But, I mean, like, they're not like a contender like Michigan is next to Ohio State. You're talking about the number two and number three team in the country. You're talking about one of these two teams most likely is going to be in the college football playoff every year, you know, in perpetuity. It'll be real interesting to see how uh, how this plays out for him long term. But for him just to be like dismissive, like no, they don't really hate each other. Would, That's just for television. You would think a coach of his caliber would know would you know, and a guy who went to Michigan, yeah. like like what were you doing while you were there? Yeah, I mean, Urban Meyer. Those khakis are a little too tight. They're cutting out the blood flow to your head, bro. Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What was the worst day you've ever had and still managed to come in and do the show? Message deleted. 
Audrey, over to you on that one. <laughs> oh. Uh, I got left on a Thursday night and showed up for work Friday morning. Told you that it was over and you still showed up that next Full morning. Full-blown divorce on a Thursday. Came in cool. ready to go on Friday. I was not ready to go, Sheesh. but I, I showed up. You did a great show that day. Thanks. I remember you walked in. Was I was just like, crying through laughter. I was like, what's going on? And you're like, bah! <laughs> I was like, oh, buddy. Hey, man. We've all I'm, been a, I'm a writer. I showed up. I mean, like, where else was I going to go? I uh, very- go home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wow. Had no home. Uh, uh, worked out. Uh, it did actually. It worked out great for me. It was a blessing in disguise. Didn't know it at the time, but for sure. So similar situation for blessing in disguise. Didn't know it at the time. Uh, you know, I'd moved out to Las Vegas when I was 25 years old for the radio show and had a three-year deal. And everything was going really well, actually. With the radio show, they gave us what they call a letter of intent. They were going to re-sign us. And then the recession hit. And yeah, Las Vegas was hit hard by the recession. It was the, the most, it, it, it suffered probably the most economic damage in yeah. the entire country at that time in 2007, 2008. Yeah, it was brutal. And so they come back to us and they go, hey, LOL, just kidding. We told you we were going to reassign you. Uh, turns out we can't because you guys are a three-person afternoon show. It's too expensive. You're fine. And so I go over to a friend's house that night, and you know my buddies Jay and Trey just mm-hmm. hanging out over there. We're playing some air guitar, you know, just being, um, maybe it was rock, whatever it guitar was. Hero. Guitar, guitar hero. Guitar hero. I was like, you guys were just sitting around like dorks <laughs> playing air, air guitar? guitar? Yeah, like, a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> guitar hero. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> the thought, I like it better you playing air yeah. guitar. And so we're sitting there playing guitar hero, and I remember that I went out to go get something out of my car, and keep in mind, I had just been told that I was fired that day, and... As I go out to get whatever it is out of my car, there's somebody robbing my car. And I catch them no in way. the act. And I'm like, oh, you picked the wrong day, you <laughs> son of a bitch. And I went like an idiot chasing after them. And this guy sees me coming, runs and jumps to, into his friend's car who's waiting, and they take off. I hop into my car and go to chase him, and they get away. So my car had been robbed. They got away with it. And I'd been fired all and the way. And you had a, like an SRT8 at I the know. time. It was a fast car, and I just you couldn't went, find him. Just couldn't figure out how to drive it fast enough. Well, see, I chased him a little too long, and then I'd turn around and like run, run back, back to my car. <laughs> oh, no. But all of that led to Mahoney and I ended up yep. you know, being able to launch the morning show a few months after that. So it ended up working out really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. every time, like like the worst days for me are, you know, like we've, we've been fired a couple times in radio. But the good thing about us getting fired is that we've seen it coming like months in advance yeah. <laughs> every time. Mm. So it's like, it still sucks, but we were like at least prepared for it. I mean, like the last time we got fired in radio, we called it to the day. Yeah. And the uh, the best part was, is that they shut off Dave's card a week too early, the Friday before they were going Boop. to fire so us. So you knew. Boop. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because the little access card got me into the parking garage and into the elevator. But then when you got to the studio door... They accidentally revoked access for that, and they were like, oh, no, we weren't planning on firing. You're like, uh-huh. But, I mean, uh-huh. another but you're blessing fired in anyway because you, <laughs> you, you thought out. you were getting fired. I mean, yeah. you guys didn't belong on a mom, a soccer mom station anyways. No, that, no. Was, that was a big that mistake. A, yeah. But, you know, Again, it all led us to here. It worked out. Yeah. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, David Mahoney. Yep. Uh, best fast food chain out there is DQ. I'm telling you, man, you know why there's no problems there? Because they get it right, and it's good, and everybody's happy. Message deleted. Dairy Queen, huh? I'll tell you what was slept on 
at Dairy Queen. They're chicken tenders. Oh, they're the best, Mahoney. And they give you like a little side of gravy too if you want it, that white gravy. Yep. Their Ooh. their chicken tenders are slept on at DQ. They you are. know what? They they also have good ice cream cakes. I know that's probably not oh, yeah, that yeah, much yeah. of a secret, but like if you're looking for an ice cream cake for a birthday party, I feel like DQ's kind of on the come up again. Like there, there's a lot of people that are talking about Dairy Queen all of a sudden. Dude, blizzards are amazing. Like when was like it did I went probably like 10 years without having a blizzard. And then, like, two, three years ago, uh, you know, or actually maybe right before COVID, I decided to, like, get into the Blizzard game once again because it had been so many years. Get into get the Blizzard back game. into the Blizzard game. Yeah. Right now. Yep. You're and just now sleeping I'm, on the Blizz. And now I'm, I'm in. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm deep in that Blizzard game. Uh-huh. Turning it over. Oh, but. Uh, just flip it over and just, like, what happens if it just absolutely drops in front of some poor, like, 18-year-old? You got about. Like, you got my about, job. I had one job. You got about three minutes. When it comes to turning the blizzard over before it starts to get you movement. tested it? Well, I've done I've done some field research. <laughs> I thought that rib for your pleasure was for condoms, not cranberry sauce. But hey, taste their own, my friends. Have a good holiday. Talk to you later. Bye. Message deleted. Dude, I love the just the ribbed <laughs> ass you ocean spray cranberry so sauce. That gross. is. Like, I don't know why I don't eat that more often. Like that and green bean, ca- green bean casserole. I had a new green bean casserole this year because normally I do the Campbell's cream of mushroom mm-hmm. soup. And this year I tried, they they have a portobello mushroom soup from Trader Joe's. And it, you know, put a little, you put the little secret to it, put a little bit of soy sauce in there. Oh. What and in the Asian style? You can't just start <laughs> adding soy sauce. It's, like, what it's a secret, secret ingredient? It's a secret ingredient. But I will tell you, that <laughs> soup, no. that condensed soup, changed my Thanksgiving green bean casserole I like forever. that this dude went to Trader Joe's. He got himself a new mixer, and he went, I need maximum sodium. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. John joining us. John, have you had something embarrassing happen to you when you were over at somebody else's house? Oh, my gosh. It was years ago, but it still burns like it was yesterday. What happened? Uh, My wife belonged to this sorority, and it wasn't from some college friends and stuff. It was some women she met outside of college and stuff. So it's her sorority friends. And it wasn't my favorite thing to hang out with them anyways. But we're over there for like a cookout or birthday party. I don't know what was happening. It's one of these young ladies' houses. And I was helping out on the grill. So I went out to the grill. I put something on the grill. And I forgot that I had um, forgotten a utensil or something. So I went out to the grill. And just as soon as I went through the screen door that was open, I turned back around and went through the screen door. But somebody had closed it behind me. And I blasted through this screen door on this mission with all these ladies. And it's just like, oh, my Did God. Did you say, I'm, oh, I, yeah. I was like just thinking, guy. Mahoney. I was thinking that maybe someone some, someone in there was attracted to the Kool-Aid man and everything was going to be fine. I had to step away for a minute just because I was, I was just beating myself up so bad. 480-470-5759 is the phone number. Thank you for that one, John. Uh, this happened over the Thanksgiving break. It was actually Thanksgiving morning. And I I know the exact time because I looked down at my watch and I went, I need to remember that. 8.43 a.m. A.M. 8.43 a.m. So the kids are up. There's some hustle and bustle going on. But, you know, it's kind of like just kind of getting prepared for the day, mm-hmm. you know, get some coffee going, all that stuff, some breakfast for the kids. Gearing up for the big day of football, drinking, and eating. Yeah. So, again, very early in the morning on, on Thanksgiving, 
for there to be some drama. And my mother-in-law walks into the kitchen where it's my wife and me and our friends that had come down to uh, to visit as well. So pretty full room. And she has to sheepishly go, do you, uh, do you have a plunger? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh. And I legitimately went, I don't know. I'm sure we have a plunger somewhere, but, you know, there's been so much stuff going on with the house and where is the plunger? I'm not exactly sure. And then my wife goes, oh, no, I, I know where it is. It's in the garage. And, you know, pointed it out to her. And she goes, okay, I'll go get it. Like, I, I don't want you to take care of it. I'll take care of it myself. And I'm like, yeah, Shelly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to go in there. I mean, Mahoney calls himself the plunge master. That is not my specialty. I can unclog any toilet in America. Except for a mother-in-law clogged toilet. Oh, no. It's I, totally I, different. I, 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 I handle it. 30 seconds flat. 30 seconds flat. See, whenever you texted us this horror story unfolded uh, in your house, Dave, I was wondering if maybe... It clogged because your son loves stuffing things in toilets, it apparently. Could've. Yeah, he, he put my daughter's glasses down the toilet just a couple of weeks ago. It's entirely so maybe possible. maybe it's not her fault 100%. Maybe not. No, this is not her maybe fault, not. Dave. And honestly, you are a bad host for not having a guest room plunger. plunger. I know. You have to have a plunger. You can have a shared plunger. Somewhere near. Yeah, because no also. communal plungers. Because then you got to like walk it through the house after uh, you use it. Drip and then it drips. Yeah. No, no, you keep uh, that plunger each bathroom needs its own individualized plunger. And yes. the fact that you didn't have that. Bad uh, host. That, oh, you Again, are, I come to you guys for support and maybe a few chuckles. And, and all I get is shame. You shame your mother-in-law. Story. I'm not shaming my mother-in-law. I'm yes. just saying this is something that happened at 8.43 a.m. Yes. Just, you know, that's okay. Uh, Mad Mike joining us. What's up, brother? Hey, how are you doing? Doing I fantastic. An embarrassing and I, uh, but I met a girl doing it. I was at a party during my single days, and I was standing by the back door like this other guy was, went through the screen, but this girl walks right into the patio door, okay, smashes her face, spills her drink, and I'm standing right there, and of course, you got to laugh a little bit, and so probably a good half hour later, I'm inside the house, got a drink. I'm heading outside. I swim the same patio door, and she just so happens to be standing right there when I did it. So Wait, wait did you, you do know, it on purpose, or was it also an accident that, that you walked into the door? The, the window was so clean, I, I just thought it was open. <laughs> no. You may have, may or not have been overserved, Mad Mike. <laughs> hey, thanks for the so, call. Though, uh, did man. you end up smashing your face against her face later on that night? <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah, it, it turned out pretty nice since we had something in common. <laughs> you guys are both morons. <laughs> they, or, the, or the people whose house they were at were just excellent cleaners. That man. could be it, too. Good yeah. Point. Hey, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate you. At least you didn't break Take it. Take care, guys. Yeah, you too. I mean, whenever you see a bird, is there anything more jarring than when a bird slams into, like, a glass window? Darwin or, is a man, dumb bird. Mad Mike and, and that lady at He's that He's dumb, part. too. So is she. <laughs> Cold-blooded, Audrey. <laughs> this one is, uh, whew, that is hard to recover from. Jeremy on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney said, 13-year-old brother-in-law walked in on me and the new bride at my in-law's house. You can wait you can't oh. wait. Why are you having the, the relations the in your in-laws' home? Thirteen-year-old brother. Like, you have has anybody here ever had the uh, relations in a in-laws' place? 
I don't think so. I haven't done it in the in-laws, but like at so my dad's house, my wife and I. You did? Yeah. Oh, you monster. It was, you know, it was one of those things. It was, it was just thrilling. Just we were your hands was, off it each was other. One of those, it was early on in our, I think we were like been together like two, three years or something at that point. Two or three years? Yeah. <laughs> what? You are rotten. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. There are some things where if they happen to you when you were at home by yourself or around just your immediate family, it'd be fine. But when you're over at somebody else's house, and I feel like there's a lot of this stuff around the holidays, it makes it so much worse. Like this one on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Mahoney. Crystal said, I thought somebody had this really cool rock-shaped candies in their centerpiece, and so I took a handful and popped them into my mouth. Nope, actual rocks. They were just rocks that I was eating, so I discreetly took them out of my mouth and hid them in the couch. Oh, Oh. (laughs) gross. Ray is joining us this morning. What's up, Ray? Hey, good morning. So I was at a gathering in a backyard of some friends, probably about 75 people, and I grabbed a plate of food, and I proceeded to walk uh, through the yard, and I walked right into the in-ground spa that has kind of a step in it. And there I was, up to my waist, standing on the top step, looking at everybody. Saved the plate of food, but stepped out of the spa and uh, had to borrow some clothing from the hostess of the party. <laughs> I just think about you even missing a step now at my age. I'm like I'm gonna blow, blow out my ACL or at lose or my MCL. Oh, you feel like you're falling off the edge you, of the earth into like hopefully you know like luckily there was a little bit of water there to like brace your impact, but even bit. still, man. Ray, thanks yeah. for the call today, man. Yeah. Appreciate you. Uh, there's a couple that we've heard in the Twitch chat, Twitch.tv/slash Dave Mahoney, which are horrifying because you know there's that one guy who said that he you know he got walked in on with him and his new bride, and mm-hmm. Audrey has a obviously a firm stance here. You're at the in-laws' house or. Your parents' house, you can wait. You don't need to do it right then and there. A few days. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, But Ogre said, I walked into my grandparents getting on once, and boy, that was pretty traumatizing. I don't know how you recover for that, but good for your grandparents. I mean, if you are of the age where you have grandchildren who can remember walking, you know, walking... Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like you're like, still lock the door. Lock the door. Lock the door. That's so that weird to me. Just lock the door. You get, sometimes you get forgetful. <laughs> Uh, Katie said, at my grandma's house in Wisconsin, she remarried after my grandpa passed. I'm sleeping on the couch. We see Len, her new hubby, walk to the bathroom in a blue silk banana hammock, already traumatized. Then I hear, oh, Len, and a giggle when he gets back into the room. (laughs) Hey, man. Keeping the spark alive. That's right. It's the Dave and Mahoney Show. To own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, let's say that you got busted by the cops and they were uh, going through all of your items, and you had a uh, <clears throat> adult toy in there. Do you think that out of all of the things in your backpack that the cops were about to confiscate, that you would request that they do not confiscate your adult toy? Well, but I don't think I need a travel toy. I don't know. This uh, this woman who is from Jensen Beach, Florida, was arrested after a SWAT team found meth and other drugs in her bag in a search on November 21st. Who called out the SWAT team? So they uh, they found a number of things in her backpack, and she did not deny that the things in the backpack were her. Uh, one of those things was uh, an adult toy. And the actual quote from the police report is, quote, please don't take my though. It wasn't a d- It was a vibrator. I know, which is weird. Because well, you got to get, the, get the nomenclature down, lady. Yeah. So... Yeah. But I have questions because mm-hmm. there was meth in that bag. and there, there, there was and a number of other things as well. So 
They said that when they went through the backpack, they found uh, not only meth, but they also found uh, some cocaine, drug paraphernalia, and brass knuckles. This lady sounds like she's a good time, man. She's just ready for anything. Literally ready for anything. (laughs) She'll fight, she'll... mm. <laughs> Anything, and, man. And get freaky with all that meth. So did they? I mean, I understand her not wanting to have her her low taken away from her because <laughs> you do you get an attachment to them. Yeah, and you yeah. have to get rid of them. It's like taking it out to the farm. You never see it again. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I've kind of been dating that thing for like four months. I mean, now. technically, yeah. I mean, did she have a spare pack of batteries? I with don't know. Her? Didn't say. I guess I mean, this isn't the first time she's uh, she's had some problems with the law. Shockingly enough. Uh, she was actually on probation from a 2022 conviction that involved cocaine, ecstasy, and marijuana Fine. found inside of a safe at her house. Why, why, are we getting so, why are we getting so uptight about recreational drugs? So this lady was not going to get busted easily. A woman uh, tried to eat the counterfeit bills as the cops were arresting her at a uh, Miami-Dade Walmart. So if we've seen, you know, counterfeit bills be used before, obviously, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty obvious once you realize that there's something suspicious with yeah, the bill. Yeah, Bill Clinton on that bill. <laughs> this is the out. same woman? No, no, no. this is Oh, my woman. God. Yeah. I was like, she's out here munching on counterfeit bills. No, this this uh, this woman a was totally trying to different use person. Okay. $200 worth of counterfeit bills by swallowing them. And, and it really does matter. They didn't list out how it was done, but it really does matter if it was two $100 bills are all 20s? Was there some fives in there? Like, can you imagine trying to eat $200 with a $5 it's a, bill? It's a good source of daily fiber, Dave. Is it? <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. So this has created quite the <clears throat> debate on the internet, and I'm curious where you guys land on this one. There was a woman who got busted over the weekend on a Georgia beach. I guess that she was uh, feeling a little bit stressed out, and this is what we gleaned from looking at the police report and what she said after the cops showed up. Uh, she was wearing a one-piece swimsuit on a beach and i guess Normal. according to her she was a little bit stressed out so she decided that she was going to <clears throat> handle business if you will and she reached into her bag and grabbed some sort of adult toy and okay. had like a little towel or whatever and she said it only took you know like 20 seconds Good sure. for her which by the way what an amazon review that would be for that toy like 20 seconds and you're done i mean there's plenty of plenty yeah, of them that's that, weird. yeah yeah yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> Either way, what she was doing, um, you know, was probably inappropriate, but there wasn't any kids or anything like that around. She had a towel. There was somebody, though, that was watching her and started filming her. (gasps) And then that person called the cops on her and the cops showed up and arrested her. For what she did. See, I got a problem with that. Also arrest the person who videoed? Are you kidding? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like if you're going to do that in public on a beach, I'm not mad at the person filming. Yes, creepy, but you're also going to town on yourself in public. We live in the era of smartphones. I am upset with this person calling the police on her. That is obscene. Yeah, like, I mean, narking her out to the cops for doing this. It's like, again. No one was around. But it was, it, was it another the, woman? The, the, I don't know. It had it, to be another it, woman, It didn't right? say if it was a, if it, it was a it, man it, or it woman. ain't another dude. No, but I mean, because <laughs> yeah, she's young enough and attractive save. enough. She's like 34 years yeah. old. Yeah. But, I mean, if we were to flip this and say that a guy was sitting there going to town on himself in a beach, like, I mean, we would also, but we, we would be like, that's gross. You can't, can't do that. We can't do that under a towel in 20 seconds. Yeah, but also, like, there is a double standard here and for good reason. Yeah. You know, like, she's. You can be way more discreet as a woman than as, as a dude. For yeah. sure. Doing that. Yeah. And, so, and she she said she just had had a, a stressful day and just needed a little bit of stress relief, and so that's how she decided to do it. I'm, again, not mad at her. 
Not the the filming is weird, but also again, you're in public. There's no expectation of privacy. Yeah, but you have to delete that and make sure that it's off of their phone. Otherwise, you could be put on websites. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and now well, she's putting it on a website is different, though. Yeah. That is that is. But if you're but on private, there's so use, many. There's just so many. It's a slippery slope. It feels like this was somebody. But also, don't don't go to town on yourself in public. No, I mean, I think that that's fair enough to say. Yeah. But also, did this person need to be arrested for this? No, they probably didn't. not. Did they need to splash this all over the the? You know, obviously, it's it's clickbait, right? Everyone's talking about it now, and everyone wants to see what this girl looks like. And again, you know, she's 34 and she's attractive. Is and all this that an stuff. OnlyFans ad? And <laughs> that's what that's what I thought at first, and then you see like how hysterical she was when she was getting busted for this and you're like oh man like you kind of feel bad for her but if you're gonna launch an only fans this is the time to do it follow the dave and mahoney show on social media at dave and mahoney because your home phone cell phone email facebook twitter and home screen all at the same time they're everywhere <laughs>